Welcome to the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast. I'm Laura Katina. And I'm Amy Mara. And we created this podcast out of our own struggles with the hope that we can help other women who are navigating one of the many different seasons we've been through. Whether you're running a business or dealing with the juggling act of your motherhood and your career, we are here to give you real tips and strategies to navigate it all. So let's dive into today's episode. This week, Laura and I are so excited for many reasons. One, because we get to bring another podcast episode to you about something that we could talk about literally all day long, which is the vision for our firm and why we are creating the law firm model that we are. But two, it really kind of seamlessly fits into some excitement that we have for our firm, which is that we have another attorney coming on of counsel to our firm this week. It's kind of been the thing that we've been teasing about for the past couple of episodes where we've been dropping little hints that something exciting was happening. Um, And so this topic reiterates the reason why we so passionately believe in following this new path that we are creating for ourselves and for the legal careers that we want to have and what we want to get out of our legal careers, because what I think can happen from time to time is that we see this actually in practice with some of the colleagues that we've talked to lately, and also of the individual that's coming on of counsel to our firm, is that sometimes you pick a path that you feel aligned to, and you know, there's always that honeymoon phase of like, oh, this is great. This is what I want. This is, this is on the track that I envisioned for myself. And then you keep on trudging along and perhaps you hit certain goal markers or goal posts that you've set for yourself. And then all of a sudden you reach a point where it's almost like a pinnacle of your career. And for me, I know I can say that that was becoming a partner of our former firm. For me, I was like, oh, I want to be a partner of a firm. I want to be able to have that um, managerial and supervisory role. I want to be able to continue to grow my relationships with my clients and with my business book. And it felt very exciting. But then as we were marching along on that path, something shifted for me because it didn't align with me anymore. And rather than continuing to like hit against that ceiling or run into that brick wall, um, on that path, Laura and I made the conscious choice to change the path and create our own path, not even just like change and switch locations or change and switch firms. But we decided to say, you know what, there's got to be another way that we can do what we're doing and feel really aligned with what we are doing. And if that means we have to create it for ourselves, then so be it, then that's what we're going to do. Um, and so it, it can kind of feel like a little bit like we're outsiders in a sense, because we are creating something that maybe the you know legal community that we're a part of, or that just traditional law firms don't necessarily follow. But at the same time, it's not like it's you know diminishing the kind of service that we can still deliver for our clients, which is the utmost goal that we have, or create the kind of firm that we want where we feel like we're really thriving again. Would you agree with that, Laura? Yeah. And it's so funny because when we, you know, were somewhere else, I used to almost think that there was like something wrong with me because I 
felt like, what did I always say to you? I feel like we are meant for so much more than this. I don't know what that means. I don't know why. Um, but I just had this feeling. Mm -hmm. And so I used to feel like at that point in time, like for all those years that like, is there something wrong with me that I feel like this isn't enough or this isn't right, or that we could be doing it differently. And we were in such a box of like going to work, getting our work done and going home. And that was really like our only role, even after we became partners, it, it, virtually nothing changed. So, you know, I used to say to myself, like, what, you know, is there something more, can we do it differently? But it's so outside of the norm, the way we're building this firm that back then I was like, are we crazy? Right? <laughs> yeah. I, you know what? Because we were so used to being fed and I can't speak from too much experience on this because I think my experience with a boutique firm was very unique compared to like yours, where you were working for a it was international firm, yeah. right? Yeah. That had the traditional expectations of like, you're an associate, you're going to grind, you're going to work, you're going to bill, you're going to meet these billable hours. You're going to, and, and I mean, gosh, that was 20 years ago, yeah. right? So that was a really long time ago. And there's certainly been a shift more or less within the past few years, given COVID, but that was a that was like the model that we were looking at. And there's something really scary about being like the defectors <laughs> from the model that is so traditionally known and expected and partially expected not only from the attorneys, but also from the clients that you literally will have this, you know, working until 10 or 11 o'clock at night and like billing all of the hours and working on the weekends and going above and beyond. And it could be really scary to be like, wait a second, but this doesn't feel like how I want to continue to do things forever. And it almost, it felt like I like, wasn't, how do I say it? I wasn't as good as somebody who was doing it the normal way. Like right. if I even had the thought to do it some other way, it was like, okay, you're not as good of a lawyer. Like you should be doing the traditional law firm model way. And I, yeah. I had a feeling that that was not right for me. Like way back when, I don't know if I ever told you the story about when I was still with the, the very big firm that I was with before, you know, we started working together and I interviewed for a job. Did I tell you the story? Tell me if I'm repeating myself. I, I interviewed for a job with a big insurance company, um, to be in-house counsel and my, my first interview was with a woman who was a new mom and she was sitting behind her desk and was like, oh, you know, I have a new baby at home, but I have a nanny because I don't get home until nine o'clock at night. So I just see my baby for like a couple minutes a day. And in my head, I was like, like that might be fine for some people, but that's not what I want for myself. So I knew, but that's like the norm for mm -hmm. a lot of women who are lawyers and especially who work for, you know, firms. So even back then I knew that I didn't want that. Right. Yeah. Um, and then when I got to the smaller firm, it was definitely much different from being at a, you know, a big law firm and I was not coming home at nine o'clock at night. Like it was not that kind of life, but it was still the traditional, like, put in FaceTime, have to bill the hours, have to be in the office doing everything. 
doing something from home, if I had to be home for some reason was like frowned upon, not outwardly, but I know it was. So it was that traditional law firm model. And so for us now, like, but I was there for a reason, right? So it taught me a lot of different things and I'm thankful for the experiences that I, well, most of the experiences that I had there because it taught me a lot of things. And now obviously we're at the point where we're ready to build what we want to build, Mm -hmm. but it is extremely different what we're building. Um, Even when I talk to some attorneys that work for, you know, law firms now, they're like, wait, so you're not in like the same office every day of the week. Like, how do you do that? How do you work from home sometimes? And for me now it's just normal. Right. Um, And we're building our firm the way we want to build it, but to outsiders, it looks kind of (laughs) crazy. So this brings to mind an analogy. It's funny. So my husband and I were out for a family walk and we ran into some neighbors in town um, that live like a few blocks away from us. And my husband knows the, uh, the, their husband, the husband of the, the other couple, the neighbors through playing hockey together. And they have a set of twins and it was their first children, right? They'd never had just like one baby beforehand. And so we asked them the question, we're like, wow, like, how is it to have twins? And they're like, we don't know anything else. Yeah. So when you ask that question to them, they're like, we only know doing double feedings, double diaper changes, double everything. We only know this experience. And it just makes, I'm thinking of that analogy because when we were where we were, that's the only experience that we had. Right. So when you have to make any kind of shift, obviously there's going to be like newness to it. There's going to be challenges that you're going to have to face. And if you have the grit to face those challenges and keep moving forward, then just keep going, right? Like just, just keep facing each of those challenges, but know that I know even for us, we had a lot of naysayers. Everybody's like thinking that we're just sitting here with our feet up, you know, working from home, especially when it was still really at the height of the pandemic. Yeah. And I was home by the way, with like a newborn. So yeah, that choice to have my work from home was really important to me so that I could be there for my newborn and also be able to still work. But now even when we thought that we were going to be working from home a lot more, we're finding ourselves in our office spaces so much more now. A lot. And the that's the thing. Everything is constantly evolving. And the mindset that Laura and I, I think this is the biggest differentiator. Um, forget about like the physical location of where our offices are and forget about the team that we have and how our work schedules work. But like, we just have the mindset that things are going to change and we need to adapt to them and we need to figure out a new path. Like every time we are faced with a roadblock, we talk about it, we work through it and we just figure it out as opposed to saying like, oh, that's the way things have always been. So we can't change from that. And that's, we are always, and I guess we're, it's a roundabout way of saying that we really are always curious about how to not conform to the situation we have, but like transform the situation that we have. Yeah, absolutely. Is that fair? And I think, yeah, I just, I think you, you might bring, I don't know if it's a different perspective, but 
you and I didn't leave at the same time, right? So I, something happened that I said to myself, I'm there, I can't be here anymore. I'm out. Mm-hmm. So I took the leap, went and started my own practice, had never done it before, obviously, but you had more time. So you stayed and you had more time to like sit and think about the transition and what you really wanted. And so I almost think it was like a little bit, maybe was it harder for you to leave and start something new? Because I was um, just like, goodbye, I'm out. And I left and just went with it. But you like had that like time to stew over it and like yes. so you stayed. And so yeah. I feel like it was a bit of a different, like stepping out for you was a little bit different than it was for me um, well, because you had time to really sit and think about it. I, not only did I have time to sit and think about it, but I also had time to finally fix my mindset. And for me, I know 1000% confidence that I needed to see you laying a pathway before me to realize that it was going to work for me. Like I couldn't, I wasn't at the point where I could just make a leap and just like wing it because I didn't have the confident mindset. I didn't have that growth mindset that really is required to make that kind of like a seismic leap (laughs) on your own. And (laughs) Being able to see that you were doing it ahead of me gave me that confidence to say, okay, if she's doing it, then I can do it. And even though you and I were in the same experience, we had the same problem that led to like ultimately the reason that you left first and then I followed. Um, I'm also, I have the personality where I just need to see things for myself and I need to like, there was something in my gut that was saying, stick it out and see what happens. And part of me staying was also teaching me the realization that like Laura was the kind of partner that I wanted to build a law firm with. And she was the kind of person, business person, mentor, colleague, business partner, that just her goals and my goals aligned, our visions aligned. Like it just made so much more sense to me. And I needed to see the opposite before I could really see more clearly what was meant for me. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 Really good. Really good. Um, good. To me, I just jumped ship. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. I can't do this anymore. I know. I just winged it, but which was interesting in and of itself. But even at that time for me by myself, it was like totally outside. This was before, right before COVID. So it was totally outside the norm. I had our office space that we still have now, but then I didn't have like the space that we have now. So I had that to meet with clients and stuff, but I was working from home. So it was a totally talk about feeling like you're on another planet, like for 20 or 18, 17 years or whatever, being in the traditional law firm model, being in an office, working in an office with other people to working by myself, which I had never done in my whole life and working at home. It was like, like I knew that that's what I needed and that was the right step for me, but it didn't mean that it was easy mentally. So it's, you're right. Like you have to do like the mental work to get yourself to a place where you can make that real transition. And we really have decided, you know, that we wanted to change the way that we practice. Now, 
the level of service that we've always provided to our clients is the, whether we were here or at the old firm, like that's always been our top priority. Right. Yeah. So we took care of the clients there just as well as we take care of our own clients here. Right. Um, so that has never changed, but the way that we've practiced has that we practice has evolved so much, even over the last two years, wouldn't you say? I totally agree. I mean, some external reasons why we've had to change the way that our practice has evolved and we've had to pivot, but we also are just, we're so much more in it because it is our own business that every chance that we have a, like an opportunity to make a choice that either will like grow the business or like pivot it in some way, we are, we really are intentional about making that time to talk that through with each other and not just be like, all right, well, we'll table that. We'll just keep on attacking this the way that we have always known. And now we're like, no, we got to look from it from a different angle. Can't just keep looking at it from the same lenses that we used to because we were in a different model. And even with the way we're taking on this new attorney who we're beyond excited about, we absolutely love her. She's amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, She's going to be such a great, um, not even just a great addition to our firm, but she's a really good lawyer. She's a really good person. Mm -hmm. Um, And she has the energy that the positive energy that we're looking for, like a willingness to learn. Not everybody is coachable. Right. So not everybody is willing to learn. Like there are some people who are like, nope, this is how I've always done it. This is how I always will do it. And that's it. I'm not changing. Right. Um, We are looking for people who are willing to grow and expand. And so our vision for her is that, of course, we want her to help us with, you know, stuff that we have going on, but we want to help her build her own book of business. Right. So we want to teach her what we've learned and how we've built our own client base, which has changed tremendously um, yeah. since we started, since I went out on my own, I have so many different new clients now than I ever had before. We want to work with her so that she can build her own business because it's not just about our firm growing. We want to help her grow as well. Does that make sense? Yeah. And because we see so much of her, of ourselves in her, when the way that she's talking about things and the thought process that she has about what direction she wants to go in. And it just brings me right back to like all of the conversations that you and I had years ago, even before we, this was like a twinkle in our eye. And we had so many conversations about the way we wanted to practice and who we wanted to serve and the ideas that we had and having a podcast that would help other women and, you know, attorneys like us, it's just, we hear it in her voice and we are just so looking forward to paying it forward because we have had women in our lives in this industry, pay it forward to us, um, specifically. And, you know, I always was very hesitant about just like putting myself in that column of just like, I'm here only to help these female attorneys that want to create a different path for themselves. But quite frankly, like I also had to change that mindset too and realizing what a representation I am and hearing from other women attorneys that might be even younger than I am, or even my seniors saying like, we love what you're doing. We are so supportive of you. And we are so behind you guys because you're doing it in a way that is like, literally authentically us. And that's something that Laura and I talked about this week. We 
never wanted to continue on a path where we were not representing ourselves authentically to not only clients, but our team members and every new attorney that comes into our team and every new business contact that we have, like authenticity is a value of our firm and of ourselves just as people that we will literally never sacrifice. It's just not an option. Right. And part of that is not like hiding and pushing down the fact that we have kids, right? So before it was like, you know, we were almost trying to like keep up with everybody else, or at least for me, like I was like, okay, I'm going to do everything I have to do. Notwithstanding the fact that I have three babies at home (laughs) and I might need to be home to take care of something with them. Like, you know, it was always like a little bit like embarrassing that I had to leave like so early so early in the four o'clock, right. To pick them up from preschool that I had to leave so early, um, at four o'clock to pick them up. And now it's like the norm for me. Like I even had, um, I had a closing yesterday afternoon and the real estate agent for my client, I said to her, you know, are you going to be at the closing? It was at three. And she was like, no, um, I can't be there. I have to pick my kids up from school. And I was like, you know what? That's perfectly fine. Like you have other obligations and it's okay. Like I told everybody at the club and I wouldn't have done this years ago. I told everybody at the closing yesterday. I said, today's my son's first football game in middle school. Like I have to be out of here and was totally okay. I couldn't care less. Like these are my obligations. I do my job to the best of my ability and I give everything I have to my clients, but I also have three kids and a family and a husband. So, you know, I just want to say this one thing too, because you know, I've shared this with you, but there was an incident that came up with somebody very recently, um, where the question became whether or not the other spouse was like pulling their weight. And it was very much tilted towards like, well, I know that your wife works full time, but she should take more of the burden and more of the brunt. Don't even get me started on this discussion. (laughs) And I'm being very careful about how I'm Mm -hmm. couching this. When I heard this though, I had a visceral reaction to it because I, without going down into the deepest, darkest rabbit hole that anybody ever would want to challenge me on, you will lose on this one. Um, There is no question that somebody else outside of your home should never, ever, ever have an opinion of how you structure and bear the burdens within your household. Okay. And because I am a woman and I'm a mother to my children does not mean that I'm the one that needs to be solely responsible for all of the things that relate to them. And I'm so thankful that I have a husband that agrees with me. Mm -hmm. And so hearing this kind of comment, sent me into another galaxy for a moment. And I was like, are we, are we, you and me both, (laughs) are we serious here? And that's the thing where I, I wish that I could reach out to other like women that are concerned about this and business owners to say like, if a client doesn't like that, you have to prioritize your family and that's important to you and you can't be available to them because you have to take care of something with your kids. That's not your client. Like, I I mean, it does not matter how much money they spend on your services on a monthly basis. If they're going to treat you disparately because of the fact that you have a priority that is important to you and you want to show up well in, which is, you know, being a mom or a wife or whatever, then 
that's okay. Like, let them go. It's all right. Something you're, you're opening a space for somebody else to come into that. And like yesterday I'm sitting on the soccer pitch, trying to watch my daughter play soccer at her soccer practice, which is inconveniently at a time in the middle of my typical work day, but it's one hour a week. Right. And I'm still fielding phone calls and I have a client telling me like, oh, I hope you enjoy the kids. I hear the kids in the background. And I'm like, I'm on the phone with you. Do you think I'm enjoying the time I'm spending with my kids? <laughs> no, but listen, sometimes you have to make those choices. And I had to make that sacrifice. I'm still watching her, but trying to, you know, have these conversations. But, you know, I, I think that that's a point that it's been a driving force behind why Laura and I are so passionate about creating what we um, are creating and also creating the space for other like-minded women that have these goals and desires and they want to build the the, the business that they want to build in a way that's conducive to them being the full person that they are. Right? Yeah. And that might require you making a change. So when you are no longer aligned with the path that you're on, um, changing the path or creating a new one really might just be the best option for you. You don't have to do it overnight. Um, you don't even have to do it, you know, over the course of a few months, but if you make a plan, sit down, look at where you are, figure out where you want to go. Um, you know, you might realize that you need to make a change like we did and then start, uh, creating your own vision. But Amy and I love bringing these topics to you because we are, if you couldn't tell by this last five minutes, very, <laughs> very passionate about this topic and about, uh, this discussion. So we hope this was helpful. Thanks so much for tuning in. We thank you for spending time with us today and we'll talk to you on the next episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and perhaps share it with someone that you think might benefit from today's episode. We'll see you next week.